Welcome to Wounds to Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Conchetta Andriani, here to bring you a weekly dose of spiritual medicine for the body, mind, and soul. This podcast is to help inspire women to learn how to navigate their spiritual awakening, to step into their healing journey, and to be the empowered and divine feminine they were always meant to be. Join us each week as we discuss a variety of spiritual and holistic topics. Think of it like having a best friend supporting you on your journey to awakening, healing, and self-love. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and join us in today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. I am your host, Conchetta Andriani. So today, I really felt inspired to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is the topic of personal power. We have all heard the saying, take back your power or stand in your power, but what does this really mean? And I'm going to talk about that right now. So personal power is all about your inner strength and confidence and being the master of self. And just to be clear, this has nothing to do with trying to control any person or any situation outside of self. It is simply about taking control and responsibility for yourself, your actions, and your behavior. So essentially, when you are taking your personal power back, it is an inside job. It's about going within, doing that inner healing, and overcoming all of the old limiting beliefs that often hold us back from living the life we truly want. Personal power is also about making choices that will improve and transform all areas of your life. The problem is that most of us, and I speak collectively, are completely unaware that we are giving away this part of ourselves almost every day, if not many times throughout the day. But because we operate from the subconscious, meaning that we are usually in autopilot, and react rather than respond, we are usually unaware that we are in fact giving our power away in any given moment. And when we give away our personal power, we disempower ourselves and we experience a lot of negative situations and disappointments in life. Perhaps you've asked yourself these questions before, such as, why do bad things always happen to me? Or, why do I always end up with the same kind of partner? Or, why do the same circumstances keep repeating in my life? We've all been there at some point, and maybe you are still experiencing this. So let's look a little deeper into this, shall we? So how do we know if we have given our power away? Well, I'm going to share some examples with you right now. So feel free to grab a piece of paper and pen and jot these down so you can refer to them again later. Number one, you constantly give in to other people's expectations. How many times have you just agreed with others because you don't want to upset or disappoint them? 
even though deep down you really don't feel like giving in. By giving in, you are also going against your own morals and values and even ignoring your own intuition. But the fear of ridicule and judgment and the need to be accepted as part of the group or part of the herd keeps you in a state of disempowerment and being inauthentic. Number two, you are a chronic complainer. You often complain about the crappy situations in your life, but you take no action or positive change. Now, it's totally normal to go through days where we feel like the world is against us. And maybe we complain about that rude person at the grocery store or the person that cut you off in traffic, you know, or maybe you're not feeling well. These are just here and there random little things. But what I'm referring to is the chronic complainer. So if you are a chronic complainer and it seems that everything in your life is negative and everything is against you, well, this is an indication that you have given your power away and you are keeping yourself stuck while life just passes you by. Number three, you doubt yourself a lot. You don't trust yourself in making the right decisions, so you rely on others to make decisions for you. This indicates that you have given your power away to someone else, and ultimately, they are going to create your reality for your life. You're allowing somebody else control over your life. Number four, you are codependent on other people. Whether it's a marriage, a friendship, a partnership, or any relationship, it's easy to rely on the other person to fill a need or a void, whether it be financial, emotional, physical, or psychological. And oftentimes, it can be very subtle. But if you need another person in your life in order to feel safe, confident, secure, needed, adorned, or simply because you do not want to feel lonely, then you are codependent on the other person and you are giving your personal power away. Number five, seeking approval and validation. This is often a wounding from childhood where the child did not receive the love they needed or the attention they needed from their parents. And this emotional part is playing out that inner child that is still seeking that love or attention. The best way to heal this type of wounding is through a process called inner child work. And I will do an entire episode about this in the near future. Number six, you are easily offended or hurt by what other people say or do. And you have a tendency to hold on to guilt, anger, and frustration, as well as holding on to resentment, even if it was a long time ago. And number seven, you are the perpetual victim. Everything in your life seems to happen to you, and it's always someone else's fault. We often blame our parents, our spouse, our children, our friends, our coworkers, society, the government. Basically, we blame everybody outside of us. And this puts us in a victim mode, which is essentially giving away power to anything that is outside of you 
So when you project out into the world those unhealed parts of you, you are giving that power away. Now that we know some of the ways that we give away our personal power, it's easy to see that there are many times throughout the day that we might unconsciously be doing this. So now the bigger question is, how do we take back our personal power? Well, lucky for you all, I have a list of examples that you can use to help you take back your power. And again, feel free to write these down. Number one, taking care of yourself first. This might sound cliche, but it truly is all about self-love and putting yourself first. You can only be the best version of yourself when you give yourself what you really need. You fill your cup first and let it overflow. And from this, you now have the ability to help and serve others. If you are the nurturing type, you will often worry about doing things for everyone else. You're putting everyone else ahead of you and you're putting yourself last. And this often leaves you feeling depleted and with a lack of energy. So setting aside a little bit of time each day to nurture yourself, whether it is 10 to 15 minutes, sitting down with a cup of tea, doing a little meditation, taking a nice bath, exercising, or whatever brings you joy will help you claim back some of that personal power. Number two, forgiving yourself and others. I know sometimes this can be a difficult thing, especially forgiving someone who has wronged you or hurt you deeply. But when you forgive yourself, you are essentially loving and healing these wounded parts of you. And by forgiving others, this allows you to release that energy cord that is keeping you attached to the wounding and you take your power back. Number three, expressing yourself freely and standing in your truth. This is a difficult one for a lot of people because the fear of judgment can be very crippling. This is one that I've personally been working on the past few years. I faced this fear head on by looking into my inner child and discovering where did I get so wounded and where did I get so silenced or suppressed or not allowed to speak up or you know, express my inner self. When I discovered this, since doing the healing and forgiving myself, I've been able to stand up in confidence, speak up, stand in my truth. And this is what ultimately has led me to doing this podcast because prior to my healing, I had a massive fear of public speaking and a fear of judgment. So you can see how when you do the work, when you do the healing, it really does help and you can take back your power. And number four, living intentionally and with purpose. Knowing what you really want and making a plan to accomplish your goals. When you have a plan, you're able to gain more clarity. And with clarity, it is a lot easier to feel confident and make decisions from an empowered state. Number five, having the ability to adapt to change. Change is uncomfortable, 
but it is a part of life. And just by shifting how you look at change can really help you navigate through it. I look at change as an opportunity to reevaluate or readjust plans and to check in to see if I'm still in alignment with my plan. With change comes growth and expansion. And if we don't allow ourselves to get a little uncomfortable from time to time or try something new or different, then we get stuck and stagnant. So learning how to adapt to change can help you take back your personal power. Number six, being mindful. This really is just about being conscious of your thoughts in every given moment. Negative thoughts are always creeping in. Our ego is always ready to take over and it's always trying to keep us safe. But when you are conscious of your thoughts, you can easily shift them into, uh, into more positive thoughts. And I really love that famous quote from Francois de la Rochefoucauld. I don't know if I'm saying that properly, but the, the quote is, the only constant in life is change. And I really love that. I often use that quote in life, especially when I'm faced with things that are changing, you know, it's like, okay, the only constant in life is change. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. And number seven, keeping an open mind. And this is so important to learn because a closed mind is an ignorant mind. We all have beliefs and ideologies that we hold onto very, very tightly. But when we are not willing to open our mind, we close the door to possibilities and opportunities and ultimately preventing maybe better things from coming into our awareness. Having an open mind is having the ability to learn something new or to observe a different perspective. And ultimately, this increases your awareness or your consciousness. Only when you can expand your awareness can you then have the ability to see things from multiple angles. I consider myself to be pretty open-minded. As a child, I remember I was a seeker of knowledge. And even to this day, I still enjoy going down rabbit holes and looking into conspiracy theories. And I find that this really gives me a higher perspective and the ability to use my discernment. So this is how you take your power back. Anyways, my beautiful divine souls, I've given you seven examples of how you give away your power and seven examples of how you take back your power. So I really hope that this episode has inspired you and empowered you to take back your personal power. And I'm going to end today's episode with another one of my favorite quotes from Alice Walker. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. That's a pretty powerful statement and I really, really love it. I wish you all so much love, light and blessings. And until the next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Wounds to Wisdom podcast. 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or if you wish to be a guest on my show, you can reach me by joining my Facebook group called Wounds to Wisdom with Conchetta Andriani. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.